This is awesome. Oh, fuck. Hey. Good to see you among the living, man. Check it out. It's the latest talent mix. Thanks, Pete. Good to see you all among the living. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Talon Mix. It's our Smallville recap podcast. I'm Brian. Zach's here. Zach, hello. Halloween. It's not Halloween, but it could be. I I am just excited to talk about this Smallville episode that opens with a man getting bitten in the dick. There is no point to even burying the lead. Sure enough. That I think we get market, market on our market on our big list. It's the first dick bite of Smallville. <laughs> <laughs> this episode um, is talked about a lot amongst uh, the Smallville community, generally in a negative connotation. Uh, they they think this is one of the worst. I would disagree, which we'll talk about. But they really bury the lead when they list their. Summary of the episode, complaints. No one talks about the dick bite. Not one. We had to go into this and discover the dick bite on our own. Like, on the one hand, I'm glad it didn't get spoiled for me. But right, right. on the other hand, you had texted texted me about the dick bite. And then I forgot you had texted me about the dick bite. And then I was watching it this morning. I'm like, son of a bitch warned me about the dick bite. But there it is. And it's not like a dick bite like Beethoven the dog bites someone, bad guy in the crotch or whatever. It's nope. like a guy who thinks he's about to get a blowjob gets yep. his bit, his dick bitten instead. And not like in a playful way. Like, nope. Full Which on I'm going to say, I don't want that either. <laughs> no, but, you know, I'm not going to yuck someone else's yum. True, true. But the full on. It's, ooh, 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 ooh. This is the Kryptonite Vampire episode, Zach. And all bets are off. All dicks are not safe. Keep them in your pants. <laughs> Kryptonite vampires are here. <laughs> Brian, did you think this is the worst episode of Smallville? I think once upon a time, it would have been on my list. Um, you know, I think when I watched it the first time, I was definitely in the, ugh, the Kryptonite vampires camp right you're you're like get this silly shit out of my superman show right right exactly uh which is a ridiculous place to be in right and i'm not here saying this is a good episode i don't think it comes anywhere near my top 10 worst episodes no same same i like i I I don't think it all works i don't think it all comes together but no no, i've had i've had way worse times with episodes of smallville much more batman and robin than battlefield earth there, right. there it, there's absolutely a sense of camp here. Um, yes. yes. How well it pulls it off is another thing. But, like, they're having fun here. Though, um, Goff and Miller on the commentary for this episode said it's the worst one they've ever made. They themselves don't like it. Oh, no. They, yes. I remember that DVD release. They took a poll. I think to see which episode to do commentary on. I think the fans picked that one because it was so <laughs> divisive. Yeah, That's funny. They, I think if I remember right, they do admit it's bad and rip into it. But by the end of it, one of them is like, you know, this isn't as bad as I remember. <laughs> it's really not. It's really, really no. not. Um, but if you, if you look up worse episodes of Smallville, um, it this frequently does come in at number one or number two. Yeah. Um yeah. though we we are also defenders of uh Spell, the witch episode. And defenders yeah, is all a of season word. four. <laughs> yeah. No, we yeah. are. I mean, I just I think this kind of episode offends w- one specific kind of Smallville viewer, and that's like the comic book person. Right. Right. But the other half or whatever percentage of, you know, teen soap watchers 
I don't think they loved it, but I don't think they're like as put off and offended by a silly Halloween episode. Halloween episodes are right. frequently really stupid and silly for a lot of shows. And the, yes, absolutely. I'll also say um, this, according to the commentary, this was meant to be a cheap episode. There's no huge effects here. Uh, this one was meant to be kept pretty uh, under budge. Um, so like it does, it is... We, I mean, we already said it. it's not a great episode of Small no, We're not no, no, sitting no, no, here no, going no. like, actually, this one's great. But um, it does feature a pizza boy getting his bit, his dick bitten, possibly straight off. up. We do the the hot tub that they're in. Like it turns Jaws red. It, yes, I w- that was gnarly. That it's was pretty, gnarly. It's, it it starts off pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. Never reaches that uh, height again. But uh, just hiccuping right into the microphone. But that is the amount of blood that would come off if you bit off a dick, probably. Right. That's it's if you had said his dick definitely did get bit off. I would not say there was not enough blood in that hot tub. No, No, more than enough. There was more than plenty plenty in that hot tub. Uh, Zach, before we get too much further into Smallville, can I tell you a thing that happened to me the other day? Um, of course you can. <laughs> so uh, I went to see the new film, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. We'll probably talk about it on Patreon at some point. Oh, in I'm greater excited detail. because I think I know the story you're about to tell because I'm, yeah, I follow yeah, you yeah, on yeah, Letterboxd. Yeah. Okay, great. Sorry, just let me get the popcorn. so i'm trying to figure out when i'm gonna get to see this movie um and uh, i see that there are er some early showings we're supposed to technically come out wednesday to uh wasn't quite sure when in the week i was gonna get to go i have a child and all and uh so i saw there was one actually on tuesday night uh and uh i say to my wife like hey can i sneak out and she's like yeah uh, so I catch a 9.30 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Williamsburg by myself. And I look like a guy who would go see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by himself. Uh, and I, so I walk into the theater and there is one other man here for a 9.30 Ninja Turtles. He is by himself. And I, I take my seat and I turn around and I go, so I, I have chosen to engage with it. It's not like I'm walking by and passing. I have sat down several rows in front of him turn around to engage this man and i say hopefully jovially i i mean to come across as funny of like yeah two adult dudes seeing ninja turtles on their own huh <laughs> i think i even throw in there like a nice <laughs> this man <laughs> zach this man he's looking at his phone his eyes go from his phone to my eyes no emotion shark's eyes does not say anything does not acknowledge me in any other way, and his eyes go back to his phone. Just <laughs> ices me. I'm literally I'm so I, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I I literally I go sorry, and I turn around. <laughs> so eventually, more people do come into this theater. <sighs> And this man sits through an entire feature film with the knowledge that he just absolutely fucking bodied me. It was, I mean, I mean, it was mixed with deep, deep respect and the realest humiliation I had ever felt. No. Not in a real way, but in like, it's... Oh. <laughs> it's my my fun attempt at like ah ah I don't want to be friends with the guy but we can go no. ah Ninja Turtles. Uh, clearly, Honestly, we that, have something in common. <laughs> it just means he's insecure, man. It's nothing That's, to do with you. He's insecure but, about his love for Ninja Turtles. <laughs> but it's still wild to have to turn because I turned around to face this man, <laughs> so then I have to like welp. <laughs> And physically turn my body back towards the screen. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think you did the right thing, and I think he's in the wrong, you know? 
not in the wrong, but you know, what's not, the harm? I'll, you try yeah, to right, you try to right. engage him. He goes to which, you it, to your face, which is impressive. To my face, which you know, I suppose on some level, a Brooklyn, you know, a, a late Brooklyn showing, and a strange man just turns around and goes Ninja Turtles. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's probably like, certain- I if I engage, this guy's gonna want to keep talking. That's like, I, I mean, that certainly could be all. All I'm looking for, to be clear, is a hey, yeah, and a thumbs up. <laughs> like, right, exactly. That is but, the extent of our relationship that I am looking for. In but, his head, right, I, I would like, be doing that math as well. You give him us a cookie. Yes, I'm. I'm going to sit next to you, and we're yeah, going to be butts. I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I would have also been way into having a new Ninja Turtle friend. <laughs> but it was not to be. It was not to be. Oh, well, you at least you got that hilarious story out of it. That was. I got that. I, I did got joy get from it. that. <laughs> also, we'll talk about it more in the page. Movie's nice. It's good. Um, it's uh, nothing to I'll ever my, touch. I'm trying to talk my brother into going with me on Sunday. I don't know. He. He gave me the, yeah, okay, yeah, well, I'll let you know, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yep. like, come on, bro. It's good. It's a, don't get me wrong, it's a, I would say, three, three and a half star movie in a vacuum. As a guy who never thought we were going to get a good Turtles movie ever again, I was in absolute heaven. <laughs> like, I'm, you know what, I am high off of Barbenheimer, and I'm just like, last yeah. week I almost went to see Haunted Mansion, I'm like, just like, I want to go to the movies! <laughs> I love movies! Movies! <laughs> well, uh, we'll be talking uh, about all of those things um, very soon, likely on the Patreon, while they live in my brain, because I also saw Barbie and Oppenheimer, and yes, I have things yes. to say about both. Uh, one movie we're not I talking don't about that. One movie we probably won't be talking about on Patreon is The Meg Two. I, and that should be up my alley. You know, I, like that should be my I shit. Saw the first Meg in 3D, Oof. Brian, because I was like, Oof. "This is going to be a up my alley." Nope. That is that's what. So I have not seen the Meg. Don't um, waste. That's your what time. I hear. That's it's like how bad can you? I'm a deep blue sea fan, you know. Like you, it, no. it, the bar is not that high. I, this episode of Smallville is better than the the Meg, much better. I would rather watch this twice in Oof. a row back to back than watch the Meg. <laughs> Oof, Oof <laughs> the Meg. Um, but speaking of this episode of Smallville, we watched the fifth episode in the fifth season of Smallville. It's the 93rd episode overall. It's called Thirst, and it aired October 27th, 2005. Um, I know all this, of course, because I'm reading directly from the Smallville wiki at smallville.fandom.com. I accidentally Brian, closed all of my windows. I do want to say this is one of the huge losses our culture has suffered in the age of streaming is the loss of the Halloween episode. Just the law, yes. A the seasonal, million percent yes. I mean, in general, seasonal episodes are mostly yes. lost in the age of streaming. There are still some shows that air on networks and we still get those things. But I can't explain to you how much I look forward to Halloween episodes every year. Yep, agreed. And sometimes streaming shows will still do them. Like, they'll just drop them in the batch. But here's the thing, Ted Lasso. You show me a Christmas episode not at Christmas time, it's no good. It's no yes, good. right. It has um, to be around Christmas time. And you know what I just realized that's kind of interesting? Is I don't think Smallville's ever done seasonal episodes up until this point. Mm. And mm. This, this season we get this episode and we get Lexmas. Yeah, interesting. This is a year they were going. I wonder why that is. Yeah, I wonder if that was the WB or if it's the Smallville people. Like, let's have some fun. Right. Interesting. That's another another one to put on the list of uh, questions to ask Talkville. Yeah. Which one day we'll do. One day we'll do it. <laughs> um, so getting into the recap here, Chloe 
is at the Daily Planet headquarters in Metropolis interviewing for an intern job with the new editor-in-chief, Pauline Kahn. Pauline Kahn, of course, is played by the one, the only, the late, the great Carrie Fisher. Um, I wonder why? I, I think maybe she was just kind of taking genre TV roles at the time? Um, I don't know. I don't know why. I know she's friends with Michael Rosenbaum, kind of, or acquaintances with him, but I don't know if that had anything to do because they don't have scenes together or anything. But right, um, right. She comes in. That was probably a day, right? A day's work. Tops. Right, right. Yeah, but she comes in and she's throwing heat, man. She's not. She's just like, oh, okay, I get this role. Oh, I can do that. Let's go. Roll the camera. Wait, I'm going to bully this recent yes. high school graduate for no reason i think because she but had are a some... privilege she has some privileges yes there are some very carrie fisher-esque little zingers in there that are fun for sure for sure uh ms khan is unimpressed with the column chloe wrote in high school and tells her that lionel luther's arm twisting was the only reason she got the opportunity it is true chloe had a column a regular column in a major newspaper what could that have been about (laughs) yes but on the other hand brian this high school girl from the time she was 14 broke several murder cases like yeah right (laughs) she was she was often reporting the news before major news outlets in her high school newspaper her school newspaper got scoops <laughs> yes so so like let's not pretend that it was just a normal paper she did yeah, some right. pretty exemplary work <laughs> maybe the writing is terrible maybe i did that's like that we just don't know that she's just a terrible writer she just slams on her keyboard a whole bunch of times. <laughs> she she's really good at looking like she's typing. She's got that down. Perfect at it. Great, great typing work from Allison Mack. It really is actually. Uh, I don't think I make uh, that many faces when I type. Like you know, like hmm, oh, huh. <laughs> I just had a thought. <laughs> but it works on the um, screen. <clears throat> um, I there was a. I was just listening to a podcast and they talked about Ben Kingsley as a performer. Um, apparent, sorry, Sir Ben Kingsley. Uh, yeah, and his right. apparent whole thing is he challenges himself every single take to do less. And if, you, if you're going to do another take, he's going to do less and less and less. And I think Allison Mack works similarly, but it's more faces, more typing faces. <laughs> Tenth take, she's fully leaning into the keyboard like... <gasps> <laughs> I am typing things. Yeah. <laughs> click it to clack, click it to clack. <laughs> when I used to make make movies when I was in high school and, and shortly thereafter with my friends. And uh one time I had a buddy these are not real actors, these are my friends, you know. Hmm. And he was in a scene, I think he was on the keyboard, and I'm like, okay, you're typing, and then basically you, you get get tired, and then you get up to go to bed. And we recorded, and he's typing, and then he goes, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah what, what does that tell? Don't show. <laughs> yeah, I'm so tired right now. <laughs> I better get up and go to bed. Um, so uh, Pauline Kahn dismisses Chloe but Chloe tells her that she doesn't expect special treatment and it's willing to work her way up to the top Pauline Kahn tells her that she will consider hiring her if she produces a good story Uh, we switch to Chloe's narration and she continues to work on her report on the tri-sci sorority um so at their sorority house, a pizza boy arrives, and the girls invite him into the hot tub. Cover your dick! Get... Cover up your Cover dick! It. They're coming for it! They're hungry for it! <laughs> I'm gonna say, now, this uh, this pizza delivery boy certainly is a perfectly handsome 
uh, young man WB. straight out of Vancouver Central yeah. Casting. Yeah, yeah, like, look, you know, belongs. So he might have a different world experience than I do. I see three women in bikinis suddenly like, yes, come to the hot tub with us. I'm like, that is a trap. Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Especially, like, imagine you and I at that age, we would have been yeah. like, I'm yeah, so right. uncomfortable. <laughs> I have to leave now. Why are these women looking at me <laughs> in the eyes? They're going to bite my dick. They're doing that because they're going to bite my dick off. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. They're going to bite my dick off. <laughs> um, so uh, at the their sorority, ha- blah, 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 blah. During the makeout session, the girls suddenly start biting him. It doesn't mention in the dick. Yes, the girl so goes what, under. Yes, exactly. So there's, I think there's three. There's two, one on each shoulder and then one in front of him. Uh, and... Uh, she just lowers like she's facing him and she just lowers below the water like she's going to give him a uh, head underwater. There's only so which, many things that can happen here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which sounds like a really tricky maneuver to me. It does. Head no, underwater. Sound, yeah, right. And also right. less pleasurable. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It doesn't sound it doesn't sound good. Yeah. Uh, I know this because I have no experience. With she could it. drown. <laughs> she could drown doing that. Right. Right. Um. And then she lowers under the water, and then he goes, ah! And then they all start biting him and stuff. So, I mean, I guess she could have, like, just gotten him in the thigh, but... Right, right. Why? No need to get all... Now, we we know what happened. The implication is that he got his his pee-pee bit. That's the implication. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I just want them to acknowledge it, that that's the implication. I just, just, just someone. Let's just get it locked in. That's, I Can mean, we, we know, we know who to call. about this teenager getting his <laughs> dick bitten? Just come clean. Just, just come. <laughs> I don't care if you got to throw a line in a comic somewhere. Just like, <laughs> come clean. It's time. We know it's what time. you did. We know what you did, writers. We fucking saw it. We, I saw. Don't tell me I didn't see it with my own two fucking eyes. <sighs> I could see WB getting a little like, uh oh, on that. Oh, see, but maybe were not. they or were they like cheering them on? Because this is like the WB's right. like, show us more skin, give us more girls in underwear. It must have been a mandate because we got two episodes here back to back. Right. Right. That right. are egregious. <laughs> we, uh, we're recording two episodes of this tonight. And uh, it's a real one-two punch doozy yeah, of episodes. This is all, if we were ever going to do a double feature, this would be right. a double feature. Right. right? Um, so uh, this episode uh, deals a lot with a sorority. Spoiler alert, Balana's going to join a, a campus sorority. Do you have... And much experience or knowledge of sorority fraternity life in colleges? No, my I had a couple of buddies who were in a fraternity uh, at college, but I didn't go to college with them, and I don't really know. I just I hear stories once in a while, but I think they were more of a low key one. I don't think it was like yeah cliche. It's always it it is always like so interesting. Of I. Uh, um bama rush came out recently on max it's not a very good documentary about um alabama sorority uh initiation uh but it is still interesting and it's kind of terrible (laughs) i mean um it never appealed to me no no um it's uh my wife has told me about how uh when she went to college uh she rushed and i only recently learned what rushing even meant and that's the uh there's a couple of events for a co- I, I maybe multiple sororities unsure um but basically you try to go to these parties or events make friends and you have to find someone to sponsor you uh so my wife goes to a couple of these parties doesn't know anybody and like doesn't meet anybody and like so imagine like the idea of like putting yourself out there and like nothing coming back is so like ah to me it that's, makes me like i mean that's crunch your ninja, inside that's your ninja turtles yes. experience oh oh i i don't know that's uh it's I, I even forget just the general 
air of it of like we're finding the best people here right <laughs> like, yeah fuck you i've never blow been prouder me. to be a little garbage person you know <laughs> yeah blow me and don't bite my dick <laughs> off <laughs> don't do don't do what happened <laughs> um so clark goes to visit lana at wiki i have some questions zach listen to this sentence Clark goes to visit Lana at her theater and then steps into her apartment. I know. I think describing the Talon as her theater. Wait, does does it start out in the theater and then move to her apartment? Does? I I mean, like, the the Talon has been hardly acknowledged as a movie theater. Right. They weren't in the theater set. Right. Which I I don't think we've seen in seasons. Right. Um, There's no acknowledgement of a movie theater why did they call it her theater in the wiki <laughs> i don't know wiki writer it's wiki a, writer. a a it would just say the talon right but like if you're gonna go you'd call it coffee and it's also not hers anymore wouldn't she you just own it go anymore. clark visits lana at her apartment that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> thank you once again, Wiki, for writing our show for yes, us. Yes, thank you, collective writers who we refer to as one writer, much like like Homer or something. Like yes. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Clark goes to visit Lana at her theater and steps into her apartment to find her packing. She tells him that she's applied for late acceptance at Metropolis University, but there is no longer any housing available, so she is considering joining a sorority. Yeah, because that's how that works. Just a last minute, like, yeah, I guess I'll go check out if there's any housing at the sorority. Um, I mean, do you think... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you first. Do you think the writers were planning to not have Lana go to college, and then there was a sudden, like, Oh, we don't know what to do with her if she's not at school with everybody. Like they have in the last couple of fucking seasons. Well, her big arc this season is uh, Clark's girlfriend. (laughs) Step up. Step up as opposed to just over there not involved in Smallville. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, that's a good question. I was going to say, if you were... 18 years old or 19 or whatever she is and you had your own apartment would you leave right. that setup for anything <laughs> right that is a well so clark clark I, is I'm disappointed like, i'm gonna wait until the next semester and then get my own apartment that would maybe yeah. fucking school <laughs> what's the rush <laughs> yeah um Clark is disappointed and suggests she go to CKU with him, but she assures him that nothing will change between them. Um, Lana says something to the effect of they don't have any classes I'm interested in, Um, which in the whole college, in the whole college, (laughs) but what do I know? I don't really know how colleges work. Yeah. Um, But yeah, yeah, right. Chill in your apartment. Wait, also, isn't this school in Metropolis? I, yeah, it, Metropolis it continues to be University. unclear the level of commuting distance that met, is required to get so, to Metropolis. So she's in Metropolis. Um, there's no apartments in Metropolis, Brian. She can't, like, live in another neighborhood right. and take the train. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but she's got she's to gotta start now. Classes start. Yeah, she needs a place I, to live. Thin, Zach, thin. you don't get it. Zach, a sorority's her only option. <laughs> they you put it in the dialogue. <laughs> um, Clark is in a history lecture taught by Professor Milton Fine. Ooh, ooh Wiki. Well, listen, listen to this. Oh, no. Just... Ooh. Clark, we need in... we need the we need the wiki writers to get better because we're not writing recaps. So... We're not doing it. We're not so, doing it. We're so here please. for the yuck yucks. <laughs> Clark is in a history lecture taught by Professor Milton Fine, who began roasting Lex Luthor when the latter turns up. Wait! Oh no! The tense mm-hmm. changed a couple times. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, yes. Milton Fine, who began roasting Lex Luthor when the latter turns up. 
<laughs> that makes it sound like a ladder came in. Yep. May a as ladder well walked in and he climbed on it. Um, this Professor Milton Fine of history, I know we touched on uh-huh. this before, but this is like every time he gives a lecture, he's talking about Luther Corp. <laughs> this is a Western That's... Civ class, Brian. I... I... Are you okay, bud? Yeah. <laughs> like, you you have an axe to grind, don't you? Uh, also, it's still early in the semester and they're talking about Rome. If this is like Western Civ, that, I don't think we get to Rome for a little bit. We got to go through a lot of stuff before we get to Rome. I guess so. I got that's a, you know, that's a good point. But that's fine. He don't he doesn't do, play by the rules. Maybe Clark took Western Civ Part One in high school, and this is like the second part. The that part makes where they talk sense. about is anything else? Rome and uh, you know uh, Luther Corp. The <laughs> second part of Western Civ <laughs> works as well as anything else in this episode. <laughs> I do like this scene because he's giving a speech. He's bad mouthing Luther Corp, and the way it's framed. Lex walks into the room and is like perfectly framed behind him. It's a really well done little moment. It is good. Um, no one notices Lex. Like Lex is a nope. famous billionaire, right? He's been on the. He was missing. Uh, he's trapped on an island. He's been on the cover <laughs> of several magazines. He was wanted for murder a few times. Like this none is a of these notable college, man. None of these college people noticed that the guy, their professor, is talking shit about is standing behind him. <laughs> Networking! <laughs> like, every kid in that fucking suck-up college wouldn't be, like, hands up, like, I personally enjoy Lex Luthor. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think he's a hero. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say, they're not. there's only a few of them, but I, I think the, the Lex... Milton Fine stuff is good in this episode. It's like, it's, yes, it has nothing to do with basically anything. That, I mean, they they try to make it, but right, right. It's but it's good. It's solid. It's uh, it's like the opposite of the uh, Genevieve Teague storyline. <laughs> agreed, agreed. I think uh, Marsters is where he belongs in genre television. Yes, like this is this he's is... doing a good. He's it's good, but like. You're good at this specifically, <laughs> which exactly, I wouldn't yes. be. It's better than me. It's no, better than but me. it's. I like it when someone finds their niche. You know. There you go. He's there you like, go. He's the uh, best on-screen brainiac. I'll say that. that. Hey, he no one can take that away from him unless they get brainiac. a good brainiac in a movie. <laughs> unless they make a movie with brainiac someday which they apparently will never do for reasons. I, I, I guess not. Um, <clears throat> so uh, after actually, it doesn't count <laughs> the, the Brainiac from the cartoons. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but that's not live action. Sorry, live action. Okay. That's my, yeah, my okay. mistake. Um, so after the lecture, uh, Lex approaches fine and accuses him of researching certain Luther court projects that have yet to gain public knowledge. What is happening Wiki? <laughs> that have yet to gain public knowledge. Uh, he asks him if Clark Kent is providing the information, but fine denies Clark's involvement. What do you just loose lip into Clark for you guys haven't been friends in like two years. Um, yeah, the, uh, it's an interesting Lex Clark couple of episodes because they're kind of conversing more and friendlier more. It's like awkward, right. but they're interacting more, which is a good spot. A good yeah, Clark yeah, yeah. Lex spot. I do think so. I do think this is the best Clark Lex of the season. Probably stuff of like, yes, yes. Like, we still are friendly-ish, but we both openly don't trust each other. Right. Um, so, uh, Fine denies that Clark is involved. Lex reminds Fine that he is a great influence on the, in the CKU review board. The head of TriSci, Buffy Sanders, uh, clearly, clearly... Pulling, what is that a uh, reference a, a to? Nod. I, what I is that a reference couldn't guess. To? I think it's an I think it's an original character. Um, <laughs> are you, uh, Chloe in her narration expressed that she's changed the names. 
Right, yes. So she is the one responsible for the terrible reference. Right, right. Not not, not the Miller, not Stephen no. DeKnight. It's Chloe. Um, it's in the story. It's in the text. So if this is all coming from like Chloe's perspective and Chloe's narration, this entire episode, how does she know about the Lex and Fine conversation? No, 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 no. no. That's a separate is that part narrative. of the story. That's a separate narrative. <laughs> So not <laughs> that's not in the article. That's that makes not in sense. The article. Why would yeah. it be? That wouldn't be <laughs> this unrelated that stuff. Be good to, <laughs> <laughs> that probably wouldn't be good to put in an article. That said, it was multiple pages. <laughs> um. So the head of TriSci, Buffy Sanders, introduces her group as the, her group, her sorority, as the prettiest and most exclusive sorority. Lana is one of the girls pledging to join and is surprised to find out that she is the only one that has been picked. Uh, They tell her that there is one more initiation ritual and it is revealed that the entire sorority are vampires. They bite Lana and she becomes part of the sisterhood immediately. No further vetting process. Yeah, right. And the transformation is instant. Pretty quick. Pretty harmless. And just for the record, when they bite Lana, they do not bite her in the dick. They they don't bite her dick. Um, Buffy slices her tongue, kind of in, and then it's kind of implied via shadow that there is a smooch there. Oh, it's. I think it's more than. But kind they don't of commit. Yes, I don't. They I don't think commit, it's more though. than kind of implied. You're right. You're right. The I, shadow I, I is misspoke. just full on making out, isn't it? <laughs> you're right. You're right. I misspoke. Um, this is a very but, uh, early 2000s episode of television. Extremely, extremely. Um, just while we're while we're on the topic of vampires, uh, what we do in the shadows, it's fifth season, started on FX. It's very good. Uh, the current season is, is as good as it's ever been. It's on Fridays now. I don't think that's a good sign. <laughs> I mean, does it even matter anymore? It just goes I guess it's not, all streaming, right? right? I watch it on Hulu. I just open yeah. up Hulu and like, oh, there's a new episode of this. Smallville um, was on Friday for like three seasons <laughs> that's true that's true um that's true that said what we do in the shadows it's great um okay fine goes to the luther mansion and tells lex that he doesn't have to investigate his past because he will provide him with anything he wants to know he just hands him a stack of papers i'm like that's everything what's in there <laughs> All the stuff Brainiac made up. It's not a real life. What's, it's, a, yeah. what's on the... But even if you just had handed me four pages and was like, here's everything about Zach Rowe, be like, what's on those four pages? Right. Yeah. Birth certificate, high school record, arrests, uh, voting record. I guess so. I guess so. Twitter um, posts. Um <laughs> the best part about this scene is that Lex is playing pool in his private study pool room. <laughs> yeah, uh, the bo- a bodyguard enters with Milton Fine, and then the bodyguard stands there in the room awkwardly for the entire scene. I forgot about this until the end of the scene, just so that when Milton Fine leaves, Lex can turn to him and say, "Follow him." And the guy's like, with you pleasure. Are, you are almost correct. Unless I misheard it, Zach, I believe Lex just goes, follow. <laughs> <laughs> the word follow, period. And it was amazing. So. I don't think so. I am... Um, no, your in fact denial makes me now near positive. <laughs> I just like that Lex is having a like secret conversation about like blackmail and dirty secrets, yep. and the yep. bodyguard is just hanging out. Just now, here. that might make sense if like that had ever happened before in the show, but. The bodyguards right. never stay in the room. Nope. 
but maybe Lex is like, I mean, hey, he... if this guy shows up, I want you to stay in the room because I'm going to tell you to follow him afterwards. Okay. Caught up. We could and break. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, when Chloe returns to her dorm, her roommate Karen is dismantling her mini version of the Wall of Weird. Karen is annoyed by the wall and even angrier that Lana crashed the dorm and is sleeping in Chloe's bed. As Karen storms away, Chloe tries to awaken Lana, who is groggy and lethargic, and Chloe thinks she's hungover from the pledge party. Chloe uses the word hangover very smugly like three times in this scene. <laughs> I don't have a single example, but like she's like, very proud every time. Like she's judgmental. Yes. Okay, Chloe, you're at college. Like, get over it. Fucking fucking relax. Um Clark arrives and Chloe leaves her in his care. He asks if she's feeling okay, and she says she's fine and starts making out with him. Clark is surprised and confused by her aggressive advances, and she gets annoyed by his reluctance and leaves um yeah Brooke, i feel like is always having some fun when she gets to be anything when she gets to do anything right yeah exactly she when does they're... like to do things on the show right I, i'm sh- my guess is that she's like this is really stupid but at least i get to play something new and so anything period <laughs> yes yeah, so she she goes she dives into it and gives it her all and that's commits to the bit we we find it admirable here. But on I do Talon like the Mix. scene where she's like, "God, are you going to be a little bitch and talk about your feelings yes. or whatever?" She says to him, "It's like <laughs> I'm out of here." <laughs> um, the guard Lex sent to uh, sent to finds fine at warehouse 15 when he approaches and says fine shouldn't be touching what isn't his fine claims otherwise and extends a metal spike from his hand kills the guard and goes back to examining the black ship they're really just like why don't we do brainiac but if he's t1000 that's basically what they're doing yeah they're like brainiac (laughs) no 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 i think it's a very good small vilification of that character yes for sure uh chloe's investigation continues and she reports that lana and her new friends have been throwing each other off the house's balcony and getting drunk clark is worried about lana's strange behavior and chloe tells him that she's been investigating the sorority and has uncovered some strange details None of the sisters ever leave the sorority, and it is the most exclusive one on campus. I don't think you're allowed to be a campus sorority where none of the sorority members go to classes at the college. I don't think that's allowed. Wait, what is that? It says I I missed that. I also missed that. I also have no recollection of they never leave, which hmm. Let's not tear at this band-aid. Let's not pull at this thread. And, Agreed. Uh... <laughs> Agreed. Uh, she makes a plan to infiltrate their Halloween costume party and brings Clark along. After managing to charm their way into the party, they split up to locate Lana. Uh, Chloe at one point gives uh, Clark, you know, the fake name refers to Clark by the fake name of Carlos, the uh, sorority vampire at the door whom they charm to get in, then tries to seductively say Carlos, but doesn't quite pull off that like roll of the R, but is clearly trying to. And they left it like that. No, I th- I thought it was intentional. I thought it was supposed to be you like, think? like, yeah, she's trying too hard and she- yeah, that, I, I, that was the vibe I maybe. got from it. Okay, maybe I picked it up wrong. But uh, in this sequence, there are maybe 25 Nietzsche lines. <laughs> all of it, just a boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah. It's all about Clark's costume. And he's like, oh, I'm not sure I like capes. And like, <laughs> like the mask is keeps sliding down my face. You know, if he's I'm ever a superhero, Zorro, I won't wear a mask. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is Zorro, uh, to yes. be clear. Yeah. Um, that would have been a Nietzsche uh, line if he was Batman, just the costume itself. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, fun fact, this is the first time in the entire show 
Clark has worn a hat. Five you seasons. You can't one cover hat. up that hair, you know? You can't cover up no, that hair. No, it's gorgeous. It's fucking gorgeous. Um, so, after managing to charm their way into the party, they split up to locate Lana. Clark ducks into a bedroom where Buffy catches him rummaging. She orders him to leave, but she is distracted by someone at her door. And when she turns back to Clark, he is gone. Chloe finds Lana dancing and making out with a frat boy. They weren't making out. They were just dancing uh, and pulls her to the side. It was a very seductive dancing. Yeah, I was going to say rather seductively. Uh, but I don't believe there was any smooching. It was about he was she was about to bite him in the dick. Got I mean, it. the mouth. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. But it looked to <laughs> Chloe like she was about to kiss him. And so she got was it. Like, got it. Uh she asks her about how she's been acting, and Lana bites her in the neck. Um, Chloe calls Clark for help, and he uses his super hearing to find her. He arrives to catch Chloe just as she passes out. Astonished to see Lana standing over her with a mouthful of bloody pointed teeth. Vampire. <laughs> Vampire. Yes. <laughs> Oh, kryptonite vampires. This is, I, I can't, it's so funny that I was so like, ah, kryptonite vampires, that's dumb. This is the exact episode I would have tried, I would have pitched if I wrote on Smallville. <laughs> this is exactly. For sure, yes. This, this, this is exactly. This is, the, this is your Smallville spec script. It's fucking kryptonite vampires, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to tell you, the explanation with the vampire bats and the kryptonite makes more sense than a lot of these kryptonite that's, powers. Hundred percent, hundred percent. This episode is incorrectly maligned. This okay episode is incorrect. Yes, exactly. Yeah. This, hey, slightly hey, below this episode's average. Perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's a little cheap, and the pacing's a little weird. <laughs> it's got Carrie Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> Does Carrie Fisher ever appear again? No. Weird. Weird to have weird to have her this this be her one. Um so uh Clark takes Chloe to the hospital where the doctor reports that she has a rare strain of the rabies virus, which is preventing her red blood cells from regenerating. They can treat her with a transfusion, but they don't know the cure. Professor Fine arrives at the hospital, claiming to be visiting a sick colleague. He asks about <laughs> Chloe's condition. And Clark admits that he thinks he was she was attacked by a vampire. And it's always funny in these types of shows. Uh, Fine's response is not huh, what it's always with always dead seriousness. Like vampires aren't real, Clark. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also love how lazy Brainiac is with his manipulation of Clark. He's like shows up in this random part of the hospital. They're in Metropolis. It's got to be a big hospital. Yeah, right. He's right. like, oh, he's visiting a friend in this same ward. Don't Weird. think about it. <laughs> um, Fine looks at Chloe's chart and tells him to ask Lex about Project 113. Eight. He's got to stop naming at, projects numbers. You know, can we give him like cool names? Yeah, exactly, I mean, but he's yeah. got so many fucking projects. They can't all have cool names. They'd start to get doubled up. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Project Philip. Yeah. <laughs> Just name them like storms. Yeah, exactly. Um. Back at the Tri-Sci sorority, the other girls are mad at Lana for leaving a victim alive. They tell her that Clark was snooping. So you can't just kill a bunch of college students at a fucking sorority party and then keep having these sorority parties. Eventually, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the following thing. I'm going to go hard. I've been to my fair share of parties. I've never seen someone die at a party or and, and I've never been to a party where someone subsequently died participating in that party that you know of not once what's that that, that I know you of. know of. that I know that you know of. that I know of I feel like a sorority party and like three to five people die every time 
Right. Yes, that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna turn some heads eventually. Eventually, uh, unless maybe these not are... in Smallville, but in Metropolis. Come on, are they all loner pizza guys that are disappearing? Or that must be it. That must be yeah, right. No one comes looking for the pizza guy. Like his last delivery was here, and then <laughs> no one saw him again. Is out front. Is here. Yeah. <laughs> what is... <laughs> it sparked. We didn't bite his dick off. <laughs> um, his dick is still on his body. That's for sure. <laughs> um, back at the Tri-Size sorority, the other girls are mad at Lana for leaving a victim alive. They tell her that Clark was snooping around and she has to clean up her mess by bringing him back so they can finish him off. Or Lana will be the one they feed off of instead. Clark goes to the Luther mansion and demands that Lex tell him about the project. Lex leads Clark into the library carrying a metal briefcase. He explains that six years ago, Buffy Sanders was trapped in a cave outside of Smallville, but was rescued by Luther Corp. The cave was found to contain meteor rock infested stalactites that had mutated the vampire bats living there. A Luther Corp worker was also bitten and developed vampire-like symptoms like strength, fangs, and light sensitivity, but they were able to cure him. He opens the case to reveal vials of the serum kept active by a large fragment of meteor rock. Once again, Clark, it would have been so easy just to be like, oh, I got meteor freaked. I got meteor freaked. There's precedent for this. <laughs> um, I... I love he just barges into this fucker's house who he ha- he's estranged with, and he's just like, Lex, will you tell me about yeah. that rabies? <laughs> I'd be like, get the fuck out of my house, teenager. We're not friends anymore. You punched me where's in the face. Security? Where's yeah, security? Where's security? Oh, right. Where's, where's that bodyguard oh. who was just hanging out in the room? Um, Clark starts to feel ill and backs away just as an overhead window breaks. Lana appears and jumps to the floor. She knocks Lex out and attacks Clark. Clark is weakened by the kryptonite and Lana bites him. After sucking his blood, she is able to shoot heat from her eyes. Is she just fucking soaking her pants through right now? Is that how heat vision works on ladies? Oh, She's I almost so forgot. hot for being a vampire. There is a Lex concussion. Great pickup. Yeah, let me get the thing. Uh, Clark is able to grab one of the syringes and the with the antidote in it before Lana takes him back to the sorority house. The sorority girls lay Clark on the hearth of the fireplace and prepare to feed on him. Lana doesn't want to kill him and suggests they turn him into a vampire as well. The girls explain there's no room for Clark in a sorority. Buffy doesn't care what Lana wants, and when Lana stands in her way, she knocks her to the floor. But so in in your whole sorority, and there's only like four of you, five of you? It's at no point has anyone just been like, fuck this, or fuck this shit, I'm out. Like, <laughs> right. I'll go start my well, own fucking hangout. Why do they need to be in the sorority? They have a mortal life. Like, they can go do anything. Housing for college. <laughs> it's all in the text, it's all there. <laughs> um, so, uh, dudes, dudes. knocks Lana to the floor. Buffy tries to kill Lana, but she uses her heat vision to vaporize Buffy and the other vampires run away in fear. It's that simple. It's just Lana gets a boner, and I don't even know if there's a huge melting or dusting effect. It's literally, I I looked down at my daughter's bottle, and I looked up at the screen, and Buffy was gone. So Lana murders a girl in this episode. She murders straight someone. up, straight up an evil vampire. Well, or just a girl infected with a weird strand of rabies. Lana murders her. That is just... curable. That is totally curable. Yes, it's curable. We've Lex had a whole briefcase full of cures. What happens wow. to the rest of those girls? 
Yeah, because Lana just told them to leave. <laughs> so they're just out there roaming. They're just, there are just a couple of vampires running the streets. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. So how many more has Lana killed? <laughs> By association. Um. So uh, let's see. Lana prepares to turn Clark into a vampire, but he's able to stab her heart with an antidote and restore her to normal. Uh, Clark and Lana are walking along campus when he tentatively asks her how much she remembered. It's always funny, and this is just comes with the territory of the show, but like, how long have the two of you been like walking together? How many days has it been? And Clark is finally like, so how much do you remember about that vampire right. stuff? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about it, but... Um, I mean, if she hasn't brought up the powers by this point, she doesn't right. remember. Memory loss. Yeah, there it is, baby. First um, one of the season. Wow, five episodes. Yep. First uh, lush concussion, admits... first memory loss. Sorry, go ahead. All good. She admits that it's all a little fuzzy, but she remembers biting him and says she felt his love for her and his strength. She says she misses being with him. You've been gone for an episode. Like day, we're talking days, 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 and your boyfriend can run real fast. <laughs> you don't know that though, because he's lying to you. Because he's lying, a big liar, <laughs> lying slash making you feel like you're going insane. Yep. Uh, Clark goes to the Luther Mansion to thank Lex for saving the girls' lives. Girls' lives. So maybe I don't know. Maybe they netted him out later <laughs> just threw nets a gotcha but um, not the girl that got vaporized no no they don't ever talk about lana just never i i uh, buffy i don't remember a buffy a weird i guess if there's um, no body you know there you go that is true if there is no body you're free and clear it's legal baby <laughs> um Clark goes to the Luther Mansion to thank Lex for saving the girls' lives. Lex gets Clark to admit that Professor Fine is the one who told him about Project 1138 and tells him that Fine is obtaining highly classified documents. He warns Clark to stay away from Fine. Chloe's report concludes with the knowledge that all the girls were cured, including herself, except the one that was vaporized. Um... Her roommate is freaked out and transfers away to NYU. So Lana is able to make uh, to move into the same dorm with her. At least we're getting Lana in there somewhere. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to just elsewhere. Putting Lana in close proximity to Chloe when Chloe knows and Lana doesn't makes sense to me when you spill it out on the on the no that's smart it's smart yep. you know it's good good story choice um, right um so she gives the article to pauline k con pauline con but con claims that they don't print tabloid stories like the inquisitor uh yeah chloe your vampire story was going to be a little tough uh chloe counters with the research she did for the article including interviews cdc reports and eyewitness accounts i guess if you can get luther corp to be like yeah we made a vampire serum um it right. might be that newsworthy would be, that would be newsworthy yeah <laughs> uh Khan changes her mind, says that Chloe has potential, and offers to hire her. Chloe is thrilled to start her dream career in the Daily Planet basement. Um, it is funny. Um, the line starts as funny as she was willing to start at the bottom. Well, actually, the basement. Uh, that was funny. Um, and then she gives a little monologue here. where We get some Nietzsche lines here about uh, how the paper writes about politicians and superheroes and then says that her career is about to go up up and away we see what oh. you did there because it's because it's a show about superman's act because it's gonna be he's gonna be superman um i did like the bit when when clark is visiting lex in the background there are workers repairing the broken window that lana jumped through <laughs> it's a nice little touch. love that 
Um, just kind of scanning through the uh, the wiki right now. Uh, there's future music this episode. I feel like we haven't had a lot of needle drops. Uh, yeah, it's this all like so really loud, obnoxious, like. Uh, we got w- Wicked Little Girls from Estero, Guiltless by Martin Gretsch, Bella Lugosi's Dead by Bauhaus, Deadfall by The Swear, Girls Attractive, Diamond Knights, Abandoned by The Swear, and Set the Grass on Fire by Elysian Fields. Bella Lugosi's Dead is a great song name. Definitely, but I don't think any of those songs will be appearing on the year-end I don't awards think so. Circuit. <laughs> Um, Needle Drop of the Year is wide open. Nothing wide open. Wide open. No idea how this is going to go. Um, I um, have an idea of what's coming, and I know there's a big one. Great. Oh, love it. Um, just cold scanning right now. No Lois this episode. No Lionel. No Martha Kent. No Jonathan Kent. Uh, this is the only, this, this is the first episode where only half the cast appears. Oh, uh, Brian. Coldplay when he nutted to Coldplay. That was oh, the when big... he nutted to Coldplay was good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, of course. When we Wheat the... Boy nutted to Coldplay. How how would Wheat Boy do versus what would Lana? <laughs> so when Lana bites Clark, she, just she gets some of his power. Sh- cream of wheat, some shredded wheat. Just starts just, puking cream of wheat. <laughs> just Wheaties. Yeah. Just like just like eating a bunch of Wheaties. She go, Mmm. I didn't have breakfast, so this is perfect. Great. Um so uh in the UK, oh, depending no. on the time. God, I just Wheat Boy would definitely call his you know what cream of wheat for uh-huh. <laughs> Oh yeah. He'd say baby I don't know. you want you want some cream of wheat. <laughs> We don't know a ton of things about Weep Boy, but we know that about Weep Boy uh, for sure. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, in the UK, depending on the time of day that the episode is broadcast, uh, you either see Lana bite Clark's neck as we saw it. Um, but if they air it earlier in the day, they cut the bite out. You see her lean in and then they cut it. They must then cut off the dick biting. You don't see the dick biting. It is merely implied. I know, but they got to cut off the part where the girl like at least goes under. May, I, that's I, not according to the wiki. Uh, Pauline Kahn is most likely derived from Paul Levitz and Jeanette Kahn, two high ranking executives of DC Comics. Um, Clark wears a hat for the first time in the series. Um. And then uh, a memorial dedication to Smallville crew member Kimberly Regent appears in this. Uh, she died of lymphoma in May 2005. It was shown at the conclusion of the episode. I remember it up top. I feel like I got that. And then I, I don't know. But also, my brain is broken. I watch these while I feed my daughter in the morning. <laughs> and so take nothing. Um, uh, looking for trivia here. Goff and Miller uh, said in the DVD commentary, this is the worst episode they ever made. Uh, this is Smallville's first Halloween episode. Uh, Colin Lawrence, the doctor in this episode, previously appeared on Smallville as Agent Stalker in Gone and reap- will reappear in Turbulence as Captain Nichols. Well, they're just triplets. There you go. That works out. That no reason that can't be. switched at birth. They were adopted out to different families. They had different last names. Right. Right. Um, late Glee actor Corey Monolith appears in this episode as a fraternity student. Um, who does and not then, uh, get he, his dick bitten off uh, well, that is correct his dick remains intact uh, when Milton Fine references project 1138 it is most likely a reference to George Lucas uh, George Lucas's THX 1138 do you think? maybe yes. maybe yes. 100% got it um, Angelica Barron was Courtney Maybe one of the sorority girls also played Erica Fox in the season one episode, Temptist. Um, Jack Jennings is mentioned in the beginning of the episode when Pauline Kale asks uh, for a piece on Senator Jennings. The uh, Jack Jennings 
will play an important role in the in next week's episode. So that's I interesting. Like that's nice. They drop like a little. It. Yeah, they're playing it. Like I like a little something something. Um, okay, interesting. Later in the series, when uh, Green Arrow impersonates Clark's future attire in Identity, he tells Clark he should try wearing a cape sometime. But Clark says, not in this lifetime. However, in this episode, he says that he kind of likes wearing one. The man's allowed to change his mind. <laughs> He's talking to different people. You know, you act, you say different things around different people, you know? For sure. That's true. I might That's tell you I kind of like a cape, but then in front of other people, like, no, <laughs> capes. Capes are stupid. <laughs> right. Um, let's see. We got some uh, a large list of illusions here. Um Stephen S. DeKnight, um, who wrote this episode, also wrote several episodes of Buffy and Angel. Um, uh, Lauren Vandervoot, who will become a main character on the show, is reportedly a huge fan of Buffy, um, which I guess is interesting. And then uh, <laughs> they mention here that Buffy has a couple of similar episodes to Smallville. And let's be clear, Smallville has a couple of similar episodes to Buffy. Let's be very clear on that. Uh, yeah, and, maybe, yeah, and the X-Files also has a bunch of similar episodes to Smallville, too. Right. Uh, Lana's costume resembles Catwoman, a longtime enemy of Batman. That's a stretch. That's a stretch. <laughs> Chloe's got... Chloe's got... <laughs> Sure looks like generic cat costume to me. Yeah. Uh, Chloe's costume resembles Jeanette from Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. That might be even further of a stretch. <laughs> unless unless you think unless you think they dressed Chloe as a character from a 2004 action role playing game for the PlayStation 2. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I thought she was Britney Spears. um professor fine's visit to clark and chloe in the hospital is similar to professor van helsing uh when he meets jonathan harker and lucy is bitten in dracula no stop it (laughs) stop it um i guess that's everything for this episode once again you know we, we already talked i think at length about it it's not as bad as its reputation. No, no. It's no, no spell. It's no spell. No, of course. It's no spell, but it's also no zero. No, it's way better than zero. I take this over zero ten times. There is no episode worse than zero. Period. God. There are DJ. zero episodes worse than zero. That's it. That's it. You got it right there. Uh, Hey, this has been our Smallville recap podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We have a Patreon. If you're into that kind of thing, there's a link in the description. Obviously don't give us any money. If that's like any kind of financial hardship, but what you can do, what's totally free is, uh, Hey, maybe give this five stars on your podcasting app of choice or leave a review. That really does actually help us out and make us feel good. Um, even, even the bad reviews, I just, I do like to just be acknowledged, acknowledge me in some capacity when I talk to you at a Ninja Turtles movie. (laughs) Yeah. Guy on cell phone. Yeah. Guy on cell phone alone at Ninja Turtles. I was also alone at Ninja Turtles. Just two ships in the night, two (laughs) ships in the night. That's like if you went by another ship at the night and you're like, Hey, any good news? (laughs) And the other ship was just looked at you and then just kept going. That's I, that's, I think, just what that whole saying means. Uh, Zach, do you have a question for the Smallville gods? Yeah, I just, like, straight up, this is not original. I just want to know, is was the implication there that that kid was getting his, his dick bitten? Good night, everybody. Yeah.